Hey, Vayner Nation, I'm Jim Stengel, and my professional mission is to help brands find their purpose. I was the CMO for Procter & Gamble for seven years and oversaw the marketing strategy for over 200 brands. You might not know this, but the chief marketing officer's sole purpose is to bring your attention to a brand. In my podcast, the CMO Podcast, I sit down with the CMOs that are doing just that. I would be so grateful if you gave my show, the CMO Podcast, a listen. New shows of the CMO Podcast drop every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, podcast? Today's episode is a live stream from May 23rd when Gary was stuck in an airport in Toronto for a few hours. A lot of community action in here, so enjoy it and let us know what you thought on social. Gary V up next. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. The banana stand, the banana peel stand, we're ghetto around here. You don't have to be fucking fancy. You see that, Caleb? Did you catch that? Scrappy as fuck. Did you catch oh, yeah, that? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> when a banana peels your fucking right equipment. <laughs> Gary B, do I need good equipment? No, motherfucker, use a banana peel. Anyway, what up, Instagram? Caleb and I got fucked real good. What time is it? 7.50? We're supposed to take off at 3.30. So here we are, four hours and 20 minutes later. We're, we're we're not anywhere close. We're just fucking crushed here. I'm about to go sit courtside next to Drake. Stuck here in Toronto. But I gotta get home. I gotta get home. I gotta get home. That's the reality. Too bad, because I literally would have gone courtside tonight. And flexed on everybody. Yo! Chris Porter, what up? Good to see you, San Francisco. What's good, Allah? Mortal Trends, Taylor Felt Music. You know, I got love for you always. Tahoe Bird, good to see you. New kicks are fire. So done, we're done with network. So the low tops now drop June 10th. Do you know? I don't know. You're not on it. Uh, June 10th, I think, on kswiss.com. These, the whites, positivity and optimism. You gotta rock them. When you look down, you know what it's about. So, I want to put, want to answer a couple questions here, maybe? So, let's see if we can do that. Empathy Wines, June 10th. Empathy Wines answering for us. Lil B is exciting. Empathy Wines is exciting. Yeah, June 10th. June 10th, right? Yeah. All right, I'm going to bring somebody in here. Big, that's true. Big proper football content coming on... Uh, See if we can get somebody to jump in here. There's one order here. See if anybody wants to join me live. Hi. Hi. Oh my God. Do you know how many times I've sent you a request to be a part of your live video? Well, you've made it now. Someone to show you. So. Okay. This is my. I'm at work right now. This is my. Manager Sarah, this is Gary B. Hi Sarah. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm super well. Wow. This is amazing. Okay, we haven't had you for a little bit. I don't want to waste your time. Give us some advice. What are you trying to accomplish? Okay, so right now we're in the midst of setting up, I'm holding a masterclass for mm-hmm. something that I specialize in within work. Um, and I just want to go about the best way of organizing it, or really and making most, it come together. Because she is honestly the most influential person for our business right now. Our business is Salon Two Six Six in Darlinghurst. <laughs> so, yeah. Listen, I think I think I think the biggest mistake that people make when they're trying to sell classes or master classes is that. Everything they focus on is the conversion, right? Everyone's so focused on making the sale. You're trying to fill up as many seats, do your thing. For me, the reality is it starts right now where you put out as much good content as you possibly can. Like, yeah, you need the, the biggest problem is most people don't close because they don't provide enough value up front. And the only people they're really getting are the ones that are most desperate. and. And then they start selling out and it fucks them up. And this is what everybody does. 
So yeah. the, biggest, the biggest thing I would tell you is start thinking about doing, look what I'm doing right now. Like I'm four hours delayed on a flight. I've got a fuckload of shit going on. And what's the number one thing I could think of? Let me go online and provide value. You know, bring value, answer this for you, answer for all 4,000 people watching. So I think you need to provide value almost, and this is gonna sound weird, almost giving away the advice you sell. Yeah. You know, like, like bringing actual value to people, like giving away all your best advice because what, the reason they'll come into the class is to double down or to get this level of access. Most people hoard carefully their best information and never put it out. So the only thing they put out is trying to sell shit and they never really actually build a fucking relationship. 100%. So create a hype, provide value. Prior but, to but, the, but, the, but the hype comes from providing real fucking value. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 like I go into this live chat with like a hundred percent conviction of I'm going to answer four or five people's questions. I'm going to provide as much value as possible. And like, and like, that is just something that there's a very specific reason that I'm growing exponentially and, and many more people are declining because everybody's out here trying to sell shit in the short term and nobody's really creating any fucking value. It's amazing that people are creating courses and businesses and all this stuff, and that's amazing. That's amazing, but it's so important to provide fucking value, other because that's where you get the actual leverage of the community from. Well, I'm doing it for the right reasons. There's nothing to <laughs> I, show here. I just want to do it because I've learned it. I believe you, and then and then and the way you can prove it to everybody is through your actions by putting out content across all these fucking platforms that actually helps people with whatever expertise you have. Yeah, amazing. I love yeah. that. And I'll have yeah. this video forever. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 All right, let's go to the next one. What's up, everybody? Mary Kate, I see you. 1.37 p.m. in the house. 1.37 p.m. in the house. All right, we're fresh. Take the next person in line. Let's see who we've got here. Maria, good to see you. Pete, Good to see you, Mr. Matt Harvey. Good to see you. Yep. What is up, man? Life is good, bro. How are you? Amazing. I actually start every day with you. I got a big question for you. So, uh, my friend, the Jay Menez and I, we've been trying to get a studio started since I sacrificed everything. I just got out of the Air Force. We're in West Hollywood right now, and um, I kind of have like a regular day-to-day -day desk job. And um, I'm thinking about taking a risk and kind of going all in on this studio, but um, don't really know how, like what the best thing would be to do to get uh, clients in the door uh, for doing the studio. And the idea is to make it like a turnkey studio where people can just show up. We already have cameras in there, everything ready to go for them. Um, so something like that, what would you do? All right, first big Rob Kendiche, I see you in the comment section. Vayner Sports, baby, best defensive lineman. Looking forward to your season. Um, my answer to your question is, I think you need to do a couple things. One, producing content yourself that shows the facility and then putting it out there and using that as a lead gen is always a good idea. Free, I'm a big fucking fan of free. Nobody talks about free, everyone's like, oh, fuck that. It's like, no, your worth, your worth is nothing at first. Like, I do tons of shit for free always when I go into new shit. So if, if you've got this facility, letting people use the facility for free to create the word of mouth, you filming them using it, using that as content and marketing. Uh, that mm. sounds like a lot of sense. And then number three, like the biggest thing that's running through my mind is can you afford to make that jump right now to go full time? And if you can't, I think the biggest question is, you know, what are your expenses and can you do anything about them, right? So many people watching right now want to make the jump, right? But they can't. But when they start looking at, is my overhead on my apartment, my car, my food, my clothes, my vacations. And so, you know, I'm curious about that question because I think that's what fucks people up. They're half pregnant. They're in the job, they're doing the side hustle. Right. They want to do the side hustle. The, the job pays for their lifestyle. You see where I'm going? Yeah, for sure. So where are you on that? Uh, I would say probably not able to go full time on the studio yet. Um, so because what are you, what are your core expenses? Expenses, rent in Hollywood, that food and gas. And that's pretty much it for me. I don't have any college debt. Air Force paid for all that. I don't have any credit card debt. Anything else. 
I mean, can you take on more? Can you take on more fucking roommates? I have three. Can you take seven? Seven. Maybe. <laughs> you know, but you know, it's a funny thing, right? I something I've been talking about lately. People are like, Gary Vee, you always talk about you didn't make any money. How'd you have money to invest in Twitter? And I was like, look, I made forty-four thousand dollars my first year, and I saved eleven thousand because I literally spent no money, right? Yeah. So, you know, you know. I mean, your house in the background looks way too nice for me. If, if, if you're super desperate to go do the side thing, if you've right. got patience, if you can wait in 18 months and do the thing, and this is, it's, it's a game of alternatives, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm making that comment for a reason, which is like, I mean, obviously I'm seeing very little of the house, but like, I lived in a shithole fucking apartment in Springfield, New Jersey, like real for real. And yeah. it's because I did want to save money for whatever business future I had, knowing I wasn't gonna make a lot of money being in this family business. So the mm -hmm. biggest thing that you need to think about is, you know, hey, are you actually weirdly ha 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 willing to take on four more roommates? B, are you guys willing to move out and go to a much shittier place? Or C, are you cool with being at the, at the main job for another two years while moonlighting on the side hustle and getting the momentum? That's the thing you gotta think about. Yeah, for sure. All awesome, right, bro. Good luck. Good stuff. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Oh, you we got, got it. MC Wine in the studio, by the way. That means a lot to me, bro. Thank you. Yeah, man. And honestly, honest, go ahead. So we actually have guests. We've been shooting a TV show for the last couple months. It's kind of like on the side. And uh, I think you just sent a case to that guy who was telling you about Jay Menez. So uh, yes. we're going to hand out bottles of wine to all the guests. It's awesome. The look out for that. It's awesome, bro. Take care. All right, man. See ya. Sacrifices, alternatives, decisions. One of the things that has absolutely positively hit my radar lately is I didn't realize that people didn't want to sacrifice. Sacrifice has come out of sacrificing and saving has uh, been eliminated from the vernacular. And I want to bring those two S's back to the culture. I want to bring sacrifice. I want to bring, you know, uh, saving. Saving money is a good idea. There's a lot of people making 80,000 a year going into 5,000 years of dollars in debt means you're living an $85,000 lifestyle when you should be living a $54,000 lifestyle to allow you to save money. Sacrifice sounds like a bad word. People think about work-life balance, health, mental health. I, I, I'm all about that. Do you, be happy. But know in life, things, you know, things are about options. Things are, are, are about sacrifices. Like, you know, balance is different for everybody and your actions have to match your ambition. And so, you know, if you want something big, if you if you hate your job and you want to get out of there in three years, practically, you might have to go to one less festival or buy one less swaggy pair of fucking hard to get sneakers. Uh, sacrifice matters. Sacrifice and savings. Putting those two S's on the culture, in the culture, more of the conversation is a very big passion of mine. And I, I hope I hope saving money becomes cool. Because what is not cool for long-term success is having an $11,000 debt on your credit card. All right. Get somebody else in here. Get somebody else in here. Just a little, little, little refreshy. Stuck. Just refreshing. Let's see. All right. Let's use in the comments. Giovanni, what up? Chaz, hit me up, man. <laughs> I cannot believe this. You made it. How are you? I did. You made it. Think, oh my God, Gary. Yes. Am I allowed to? Am I allowed to record this call? Oh my God. You're allowed to do anything you want. And by the okay. way, I'm, you know it's going to be on my, it's going to be on my live story. So keep that in mind. You know, like it'll be, it'll be, it'll be in my story for the next 24 hours. Sure. So. Okay. I just finished your book, Crushing It. Thank I you. Went, like last week, I finished it in a day. Thank you. And oh my God, I'm. Anyways, I'm not gonna waste your time and just gonna. You're not wasting my time. I'm here for you. <sighs> Holy moly, you're really here. Okay, I'm from the Congo, Central Congo. Africa. Congo, amazing. Yes, I know. Yes, but I do live um in. I live here in the U.S. um in West Virginia. So okay. basically, I was um. I wanted to be the innovator in my country and you know because over there the fashion blogging wasn't really a thing and I learned about it and I started it over there but then my dad sent me here so that I can study 
and I didn't want to stop, you know, because I really loved it. And yes. yes. Um, but here, though, it's a bit harder because the competition is really, really, on what, really on huge. A huge competition. Let me ask you a question. What platform were you posting on in the Congo? On Instagram. I started on Instagram. So why don't you continue from West Virginia producing content of American fashion, but by the... Sorry, on the app, sorry. Can you call Tyler so he doesn't interrupt this? Um, okay. Um, what you can do is I think you can cultivate a huge audience in the Congo from West Virginia by posting on your account, but running 25, 15, $10 ads or DMing celebrities in Africa or the Congo. So I don't yes. think you start competing in America. I think you take advantage of you being in America, but going, the content strictly made for the Congo. Right. You right. see where I'm going? I, okay. I, I actually think, I, you, you know, life is about perspective. Your perspective is, okay, now I'm here. I have to compete here. My perspective is, this is a positive, not a negative. You now can, do amazing things like show the Congo fashion that's emerging in America, yes. brands that are popping in America, and but you can, you know, I, what's the native language? What do you write in it? What, what do you write um, in? I write both in French and English just because I know that's the that language. The Congolese are like also getting yep. the English fast. So, so I write so, in both. So that's what I would do. Like I would, I would, I would, I would make pretend as if you're still in the Congo, but take all the advantages of America. Of America. Amazing. And also like I had, I had, um, cause I read your book and I, I, I understood how, what you said about like, you know, trying out every platform. Yes. And, which is kind of complicated because, but I do understand you. And do you listen, if, in, if, in, if, in, if Instagram, becomes MySpace and disappears in three years. 95% of the people that are watching right now lose their entire audience. I don't want that to happen. Yes, you're right. Definitely. So you could put 85% of your energy on Instagram, but I need you to diversify and you never know when a YouTube post or a LinkedIn post or a Twitter post changes the course of your career. Plus, the thing, plus here's a big one. The things that you learn on Twitter and Instagram. The reason I'm good at Instagram is what I learned on Daily's booth and social cam, okay. which is why I was ready for Vine, which is why I was ready for Instagram and Snapchat. Right. Social cam, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that didn't change my my world. That right. didn't like make me huge. But what I learned on social cam and on Daily Booth, two platforms that did not do anything for me the way everybody thinks about it, but they taught me how to make native mobile video content, which then made me super successful, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so, um, yeah, I understand. And also I just wanted to say that I tried your, you posted a video not long ago about, you know, like you were telling this guy to click on every top nine hashtags or whatever, like- Dollar you know, 80 strategy, yes. I yes. tried that for a week and, and? my God, it worked so well. So don't stop and make that dollar eighty three dollars and sixty cents. I worked the community and engaged with people and brought value for years before anybody even heard of me. Years, seven hours a day for years. Yes. Years. Yes. Oh my God! I dream of meeting you one day. Honestly. You will. <laughs> you will. I can't wait to meet you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Was that? We got a car. So nice little eight-hour drive from Toronto to New York. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's get one more in here. Gabby, what's up? Dolly, what's good? Chris Rocks, what's up? Again, Gary. You made it. That, yeah, like the third time speaking to you, I look like crazy because I got a workout in earlier. But Gary, you. you're amazing. Thank you. 
I, I don't know if you got my email, Military Crush Network. I did. <laughs> I remember it. I remember our okay. last talk. You're amazing. You're doing really good work. Thank you. I just, I'm just listening to your live and I'm like, let me just pick. So I'm not going to waste your time, but you're amazing. The info we're, um, I'm in here with my boyfriend. We're writing down everything that you're saying. So, but I'm um, waiting on my second shipment of empathy wine. So Thank I'm you. It's coming next that. week. I know. I, I saw the, the thing come through my, my bank statement. <laughs> <laughs> I love but anyways, you cool. are amazing. Keep Thank doing you. what you're doing and just everything that you do for everybody. You're, Trying. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. That's yeah. all. That's Thank you. All. Thank you for that. All right. Let's keep it going in order. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, what's up, Sissy? Novello Eve, my sister, the lover, the most. Let's see, it's right in there. Oh my word! Is Gary, yes, brother, it's real. Except me. Yes, I accepted you. Oh, oh my! I don't know if you saw, but um, I was commenting there like a bit by myself. This is oh my house being right now. It's good. My man. art. It means you're alive. I, yeah, I'm. I, I'm in the UK at the moment, actually, quite because my my parents it's are sleeping. Late. I get it. I get it. And, yeah, but um, Jermaine I just Paul, actually, one of my favorites. Excuse me. Hold on. A good friend of mine who oh. I haven't seen in a while. This Follow is Jermaine insane. Paul, guys. This Jermaine, is insane. Jermaine, your open arms on your open arms version on the voice is still one of my favorite songs of all time. Follow my man Jermaine Paul. He can he can ball and he can sing. Anyway, go ahead. What's up, bro? <laughs> um, yeah, so I wanna so I don't know if you know this, but you have a look at my page, Cortex Motivation. Um I'm young, but I want to be a motivational speaker. People like Les Browns, Tony Robbins. Uh, Simon Sinek, loads of great, great people like that. Um, I just want to go traveling the world, speaking to millions and inspiring millions. But um, I'm just looking for like the best way to like promote myself on social media and to look like look for opportunities. You know, I think the biggest thing is a lot of young people now aspire to be motivational speakers. It's become a thing, and what you yes. have to be empathetic for is it's hard for people because when they when they look for motivation they're looking for extreme adversity or enormous enormous credibility and one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of kids make is that they they want it and they see the glamorous side of it but they they try to fake it until they make it and and they don't really know exactly what to talk about you're coming from a good place but the reason the question is there's so many people that are coming from a good place, right? Like one of the reasons I've popped is I really have been an entrepreneur day in and day out, bad student, family business. Like for, I'm now 30 years into this, 35 wow. years, 35 years of full devotion to business. So when I speak, I speak from a place of like truly understanding, you know, really knowing what I'm talking about. I'm an actual practitioner. Like I spoke to the last woman, every piece of advice I give you, I lived. Nobody knew who I was from 2007 to 2011 when I was staying up at three o'clock in the morning replying to everybody on on Twitter. So <laughs> you you need to come from a place of truth. Truth is the only thing that will win, my young man. Do you understand? So the ambition to be a motivational speaker, the question is why? Why would somebody listen to you? And you have to ask that. And just because you have good intentions, millions, billions have good intention. So what you have to think about is, do you want to go out there and get some version of experience and really do work and then leverage that? Uh, do you want to you know, really talk about you know, the process of trying to become a motivational speaker? It would be much more fun for me to watch a 20-year-old kid come out and say, I'm going to document the next 15 years of my life to become a motivational speaker when I'm 35 versus saying, I'm a motivational speaker. Okay. So, so are you, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Um, so, you think it's better for me to go on like the journey of pursuing the career of being a motivational speaker and doing things like inspiring things to get to that stage and instead of just saying, oh yeah, I'm a, mo I'm a motivational speaker, I've experienced, I know exactly what I'm doing type of thing. That, yeah, nobody, nobody, no, that's exactly what I'm saying. Nobody here believes you. There's not a person in this 4,300 person room that just thinks that you should be a motivational speaker, right? Okay. 
and that's okay. Your question should, then you should say, or I would ask you, why, why should people listen to you? Why should people want you to go to a conference? Why should, you know, for me, I happen to be energetic and hype and so people find motivation in that. But I, look at me, I didn't give a speech until I was 34 years old. And it was wow. about internet marketing, which I had been doing for 16 years. Think about that. Think about the differences between you and I right now. Not that my way's right and yours is wrong. I just want you to understand. You know, okay. the first time I ever spoke was about marketing and internet marketing. And it was something I did 365 days a year for 15 years before I had the audacity to go on stage and say, listen to me. I felt I had now built a, at the time a $50 million business. You know, now I felt like, hey, I'm worth listening to. When people said to me like, why should I listen to you? I would say, and still to this day, as I sit here with you right now, the reason I think I'm the most worthwhile listen in the game is because I live it. Because I am posting content, because I go on lives, because I'm producing fucking vlogs, you know? Like, I'm living it. I'm replying in the comments. I am DMing, I'm tweeting, I'm a fucking practitioner, right? So, yeah. you know, just raising your hand and saying, I'm gonna be a motivational speaker, you have to be able to connect to the audience. They have to believe you on the other side of these 4,000 people right now. And it's really difficult to do that when you don't have an answer. Your why or your ambition is great. I wanna do great things for the world. That's amazing, right? But why one should listen to you, like that's what I would ask you right now, like why should people listen to you? Like why should people pay money to go to a ticket and go see you speak? If you're gonna travel over the world, events are gonna want you to speak because you're gonna sell tickets. I get to go all over the world because I sell fucking tickets. Yeah, okay. Okay, cool, when's the car gonna be here? Okay, you're going to bathroom? All right. Um, you know, like, this, why? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I just want, obviously, because, like, you probably wanted to talk to, like, a lot of other people as well. Um, just, like, just, like, life sort of, like, advice. If you had to give me life advice as a young 18-year-old, like, what would be the, the best advice you would give me for, like, the rest of my life? In general, not just on... Yeah, just, like, in general. So, like, I know... If you give me this advice now, it can not only help me way speaking, just like just for everything that I want to achieve, you know. Patience. Okay. Don't judge yourself and never let somebody else judge you. Okay. Be grateful for the opportunity to even be living. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and never talk about shit that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Number one mistake. Okay. Do you understand? I do understand, yeah. It's why I told that kid, document, don't create, and why that went so viral. It was the most truthful thing I've ever said. For all the kids that want to be motivational speakers and have a happy life, they all want to make pretend they know something right now that they don't because they think that's how they get people to listen to them. The problem is that immediately becomes the vulnerability because when you talk about shit you don't know, you become fucking vulnerable. Yeah, that's true. That's so. True. Stay patient, stay patient, right? I see Carlos Galen here, he stayed patient, he wanted it. When I met Carlos, who's in the comments right now, he wanted it too much at first, and he didn't have the patience. And it was, not that he was taking shortcuts, but like, it felt heavy, it, you know, it felt a hair thirsty. But the yeah. reason I kept fucking with him is I'm like, you know, it's okay that he's thirsty, he just, you know, he'll get it. Like, some people are thirsty and they're selfish, right? But like, he, Finally, like three years ago, I could see he was like slowing it down. Then he, then he got jobs. I saw him at LinkedIn when he worked there. He got some experience, then he kicked out. Like, you know, he's trying to figure out how to provide value. Like he's still going through his process. I am too, my sister's in here, she is too, we all are. We have so much time. Bro, I swear on my fucking life right now, I haven't even started. I swear to fucking God. I swear on every piece of my soul, bro. I feel like just like I feel like, I feel the same way you feel right now. Everybody mm. thinks I've made it. Everybody thinks I've won. Everybody thinks I've got it. I don't feel anything. I feel like I haven't even started, bro. I feel like I haven't even really started. I mean it. For the ambitions I have, for where I'm going, for what, what I want to do, like I haven't even fucking started. That's so awesome. It's like, that is such an awesome way to think. Because then like, your way of like, going out like that, that gives you like no limits. It gives you the opportunity Correct. to like always go and achieve more. Correct. You know? 
right? Not and, it's funny, and, it, and it's funny, right? Like if you look at, look, you look at this post, right? Like this is my favorite thing about life. If you look at Vintage Warrior, who I just pinned, who said cocaine is a hell of a drug, you know, my sister's laughing right now because she knows that I haven't even tried smoking a cigarette, right? Like, like <laughs> she knows there's no alcohol yeah. in our, like in, in our childhood, like people don't get it. Like, you know, what's way better than cocaine or sugar or caffeine or whatever else gets you going is fucking gratitude, is being happy, is understanding that you have this at that. My perspective on fucking life is my drug, right? And I was gifted, no question, I was gifted with, you know, DNA that gives me a ton of energy, no question. But that's the fucking game, bro. Thank you so much, man. Honestly, first of all, I just want to say- Ryan Harwood, Ryan Harwood's in here. Harwood, I saw your text. I'll answer you as soon as I get off this live. Thank you, bro. Good luck to you. Yeah, thanks, man. See you around. Harwood, you know, it's funny that you're in here as well. When we first became friends, one of the things we connected on is our life of not doing drugs in a alpha world. You know, so funny that you came in right at this time. That's funny to me. Um, all right, let's get one more in before we bounce here. What's uh, what's ETA, Caleb? Okay. Oh, Harwood wants to come in here? Let's see if we can get Harwood. Oh, it's the man. Let's see if we See if Ryan Harwood, CEO of Gallery Media Group, which runs 1.37 p.m. and Pure Wow. There he is. And by the way, real quick, can we all agree that this man is ridiculous? He's attractive, right? He's super attractive. Ryan, you're extremely attractive. You see Caleb, he's like so attractive to you, bro. You were, you were accurate in what you said there in terms of self-esteem is why we didn't need to do drugs when we were younger. Right, we didn't, we didn't care what all the other, see, you were super popular. I was popular in a different way. Like you you played in such rarefied, true popularity air, but you were still able, because of your own self-esteem, to not do things you didn't believe in, even if very pretty girls or very cool guys wanted you to do that. What is, what's in here? Ooh, compound, you like that? Yeah, it's, like that. Uh, what's in there? You gotta have conviction for that. Ryan, am I the most confident man you've ever seen? <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think Caleb is. I agree. Ryan, actually, this is fun to have you here. Now we're business partners. We were friends before that. Like, like not, I don't want this to be a, I'm not trying to get some compliments. I'm trying to think about this audience. What, what thing can you tell everybody here that you even as a friend from the outside who was closer to me than most of my audience, like maybe had a perception on, and then when you got on the inside, you saw a version of it, and what can what did you learn from that that they can learn from that? Like what like what is a very good piece of not advice, an observation? Now that you're super under the hood, what do you see that maybe I don't even see as a slight like insight that might help somebody here take that next step because they take for granted what I say, but you've actually seen it in real life. Like what what what, what do you think of when I say that shit? Yeah, what I think of is. What I've noticed that you do, which is super interesting, um, is that you you really, when you talk about, you like to talk about tripling down in your strengths, leaning into your strengths, et cetera. What I've noticed is that you, you do that to such an extreme in the sense that you want to always play where you have passion and where you enjoy things and where your strengths lie. And you really do push off things. You, you have no interest in the things <laughs> that that you don't have fun doing, which is why you're kind of always on a high and why you always have that energy and where you're able to always be excited about what's going on because you, you just don't pay attention to the things that you just don't want to and you hire people around you that might be skilled in that or whatever it may be. But it's funny, I think a lot of people probably hear you talk on, on the internet and they're like, yeah, you know, it's all good in theory, but is that really is that really practical for someone to live that twenty four seven? You know, I always considered myself an incredibly positive person, but I've never seen someone um, live what they preach twenty four hours, seven days a week, the way you do. You know, I I preach a lot of positivity stuff but it's still very difficult for me to maybe live up to those standards at all times. You literally are the epitome and walking example of everything you preach at all times. 
which is bonkers. That's pretty bonkers. <laughs> so anyone that says, like, it's so funny for me on the outside to kind of like look in the comments and like when people try to call you out and be like, oh, this guy's bullshit or, you know, this guy, you know, he says he does this, but he doesn't. And I just kind of like giggle and laugh. I'm like, yeah, but he does. <laughs> But I don't know if you saw that. I pinned Roddy's comment. He wants to know if you're taking a poop. <laughs> I want to tell everybody who's watching right now. Rodolitz, who's pinned in the comments, and Ryan have been best friends from birth. I, I mean this. I mean this. Back to like seeing things that get you excited. As I got to know these guys maybe seven, eight years ago, their true friendship actually excites me and inspires me. And I love you guys' friendship. I really do. Yes, Rodolitz is one of the best dudes in the world. Everyone should Oh, look, look who's here. Now Alovis is in here. Alovis wants to be in the mix. Remember oh when Alovis was a good friend, but then he moved to like some weird place in Long Island? Yeah, no, Rodolitz is much better than, than Alovis. He's much better. Uh, Ro well, Roddy, Roddy went to New York. It's a Jersey, which excites me. Right? Roddy went to Jersey. Alovis went to Roslyn. But, yeah. you know, for, you know Roddy, Roddy and Alovis were the original OG entrepreneurs in my town. Like those two guys right there, they were club promoters yep. and they were able to sell ice to an Eskimo. Like those two guys were able to sell thin air and, and you know, Alovis still does it. He has all these businesses that yep. were raised capital. Yep. Fascinating dude. I agree. And, and, and the fact that you like hung out with these entrepreneurs and then stumbled on the greatest entrepreneur who clowns those two entrepreneurs must be an amazingly interesting story. You know, I, I, audit, I constantly audit my circle. I just try to keep improving who I stay around. I love that Taryn's in here, who's probably, probably in the other room from me right now. <laughs> Taryn, Taryn heard me and was like, what the hell is going on? And then she heard Rodolitz accused me of, of it being in the bathroom taking the poop, so she got excited and wanted to see. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. I love you. One thirty-seven p.m. Everybody, follow it. Answer I'll my your question. I will. I have an eight-hour, bro. I got I got canceled here. My flight got canceled in Toronto, so I was either gonna sit courtside game one just now, but I have a huge family thing tomorrow morning, so I'm about to take an eight-hour drive from Toronto to New York in a couple of minutes. How are you not staying in Toronto for the finals? Because Misha's got a big thing tomorrow. Misha's got a big thing tomorrow. Shout out to Jay Rosenzweig. Mm, who, yeah, who I probably would have been sitting with tonight if I could have stayed. So, all what's, right, see ya. What's your call? Mm. Warriors and Raptors, what's the call? Uh, I, I think the Warriors, you know, it's weird. I think the Warriors are going to win the series. Yeah. And I think they're going to win it in five games. I say Warriors in six. Awesome. See you. Bye. That was fun. All right. Let's get one. What's the team? What do you got? Barney, my man with K Swiss. Barney, we sold a bunch of K Swisses on network yesterday. Barney Waters, the man. Oh Hi. my God. Yes, it's real. It happened. Oh my God. I look bad. You no, know, you look phenomenal. Don't even think oh about that. Oh my God. You know what? Thank you so much. I was at the Realtors Quest today. And Today, are, like amazing. Thank you. You were at the talk I just gave here in Toronto. Yes. Awesome. How'd you like it? I love it. Thank you so much. How did the people around you like it? They thought it was crazy. They, they thought it was it. good. Especially at the end, you said uh, I gotta go, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, we want more!" And you said, "No, fuck you. It's my daughter's birthday." <laughs> <laughs> It was fun. Is there anything I can amazing. answer from Thank today? Thank you very much. You know what? I start following you and watch all the videos because of my son. He's here. Yo, what up, bro? How are you? I'm good. Good, bro. And Thanks for watching my stuff. I, <laughs> I love your hair, bro. It's fucking Thanks. fresh. You got you. Okay. So thank you very, very much for everything. I have like two teenager kids and um, they, they really love your videos and everything and you passing on, you know, the kids like very good message on the right way. Social media right now, it's the, you know, the way to go. And if we are, as a parent, we don't follow up, we're gonna be way behind. 100%. So uh, the, the kids, they always like inspire me to see and to do more as well as a realtor. And sometimes I feel a little bit like that's too much. And especially my daughter, she's like, no, it's never too much. Who cares if people 
think you're like, you know, crazy. Just do it. And thank it. you so much for everything. Today was amazing. And Matthew was like, I, I wish I was there. I was like, Matthew, I cannot put you inside. You have no license. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, you uh you fired up for the Raptors game? Are you a Raptors uh, fan? Yeah, I'm about to watch it. Yeah. What do you think? You got you think you guys got this or are you worried? Uh I'm kinda worried, but I think we got this. All right, bro. Good, man. It's a real pleasure meeting you. Bye. So nice seeing you. you. Bye -bye. Thank you so much and happy You're birthday welcome. to your daughter, thank, okay? Thank God you, Andrew. Thank you. Um, this is exactly how you build a community, Sally. You know, Sally, I, I appreciate you putting that and I'm going to pin you. I say over and over and over, watch what I do, not what I say. There's so many people here right now who have 100 followers on Instagram. They want 1,000 and all they have to do is go live right now and interact with the eight people that will go on the live. I used to have eight fans. I used to have 18 fans. I used to have 48 fans, 108, 1800, 18,000, 1.8 million. Like, do you understand? Like, this is exactly how you build a community. You put in the work. There's no like viral post that's gonna like change the game. Like, like there's no fucking shortcuts to building something fucking meaningful. You know, like, like, it's just as simple as that. Like, I don't understand how people don't get it. They don't get it because uh, the car situation, I see Tyler talking about the car sitch. Did he text you about something? Tyler hit, you know, I appreciate you guys, I'm trying to put somebody on. I feel like, oh, the winelibrary.com right hook. I appreciate that. Oh, it's 10 hours? Motherfucker. Wow. Is Tyler getting a big ass car so I can sleep? Fuck. 10, and we're gonna be stopped at the border. That could be some time. Son of a bitch. Um, how many hours away? The driver's three hours away, and it's a 10 hour drive? <laughs> Yo, what up? What up, bro? What's up, Chief? He's got to call. Hold on, hold on one second, bro. Tyler, Tyler, it can't. I can't wait here three hours and then be on the road ten hours. Can we? Can we call a different? Yeah, we'll call a different car service. Okay. What's up, buddy? What's up, bro? How are you? Man, I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm man. just like you, man. I'm running around with the kids. That's what's up, man. Family first. You so, good? Hey, Gary. Quick question for you. Yeah, yeah. So I recently retired. I saw. Like two and a half years ago. Running around chasing the kids right now. Good. What are your thoughts on the hemp and uh, stem cell regenerative, uh, regenerative medicine game? I think it's going to be a, it's a real thing. You know, I I think both both are going to be real plays in our future, but I think it's going to be very very competitive. You know, and so like you really got to make sure anytime you're going into things that are emerging, whether it's hemp, regenerative cannabis, Bitcoin, machine learning, AR, all this stuff, it's going to be a race of best, not first. Do you understand? Best and not so first. You, you understand? Because you know you're on to something that's about to happen. A lot of people who haven't been on, yo, what up, dog? Yo, what's up, Gary B? What's up? What's up, what's up? You having fun? Yep. Good. The biggest mistake, my man, and you know this as a professional athlete, us fans, we have all these perceptions, but then you know what the truth is. As an entrepreneur, people that aren't entrepreneurs or hadn't been in the past, they think first wins, best wins. So I think both hemp and stem regeneration are gonna both be real things over the next two decades. Surround yourself or educate yourself to be best, not first, because first isn't gonna be enough. Best, all right, I appreciate you too. You got it, bro. Take care of yourself. Stay All right, well. brother. Here we get. I got you, Will. It's good to see you. Ray, Ray, what up? Oh my gosh, Gary B. I've been trying to get on for the last like three years. I'm not even shitting you, bro. Well, I've you been made it. Your content for like the last four years, and Thank I'm currently you. 15. And oh my god, this just made my entire day. Oh my god. How are you? But, What's your name? I'm Isabella. Isabella, it's so really, really nice to meet you. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is so amazing! Like, you like I've been trying to get on so long. It's just 
This just I, made my entire day. I literally had such a bad day. I was just like, yo, I'm gonna get on sometimes. Like, I'm gonna be shaky. Why'd you have a bad day? Um, well, I don't know. I just, I just failed my, uh, like, classes and, like, my finals. Isabella, I failed every fucking test and finals and class I ever took. I know, like... Like, literally, as soon as I failed, I, like, watched your video on, like, the 99.9% matter. Yeah, and, um, man, I just want to tell you, you're such an inspiration. Like, I launched four businesses at 15, and I'm, I'm literally going so hard. Like, man, I just, I just want to tell you, like, you're so inspirational. I love your content. Thank you. Thank you. How are the businesses going? They're going great. Um, I'm Which one's right doing now, best? And it's, yeah, I'm scaling right now, and it's my first, uh, I'm super excited. Nice. And what are you, what are you, which, which one's doing best? Um, I have, well, I just started an Amazon uh, private label business. And then I have a Shopify dropshipping store and like a t-shirt brand and a Poshmark store. And the best one right now is flipping. So like Poshmark and reselling. The biggest thing, the reason I love the flipping is like starting a brand and selling on Amazon or, or Shopify, that's, that's a real challenge. It's a huge opportunity, but it's a challenge. What I love about flipping, Poshmark, eBay, whatever you do, what I love about that is that you're learning real skills of supply and demand, what the market does. I'm an incredibly grateful uh, entrepreneur that I learned through baseball cards and garage sales and flea markets because you learn a lot of things about market dynamics that are super important. So. That's really great, Isabel. I'm really proud of you. You don't even realize how much more these skills are gonna matter for you when you grow up. I mean, I'm literally, th I'm literally three times older than you. You have your whole life in front of you. You have so much time. Keep doing it. Yeah, Gary. But I had a question real quick. Um, Go ahead. I was wondering, what should I post on my Instagram to kind of influence the teenagers in this generation? Because I've been posting a lot of like uh, entrepreneur content and like motivational content. And it's been performing well, but like I want to really just get my brand out there and like really network with more people and get out there. Put out content and never look at how many likes, shares, comments it gets for the next 15 years and then call me back when you're 30. Yeah, that's just gold. Just putting in the work every single day. I mean, people just overcomplicate things. Like it's just simple stuff. So that's why I'm giving you that advice. I didn't overthink how many likes my tweets got in 2007. I didn't give a shit that my videos got no views for the first two years of Wine Library TV. I wanted to put it out and I worried about it later. If you want to inspire, it's gonna take a long, 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 long time. So I highly recommend you just put your head down for a very, very, very long time and put out what you want to put out, not what you think is gonna get the most shares. Yeah, thank you so much. Like, oh my, like it means the world to me. Like, you literally ex like accepted my request. I've been trying to get on for like two years. I'm not even. Oh my gosh, this made my entire day. It's like the first day of summer break, and this is incredible. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Makes me happy as well. Have a great night. You too. Goodbye. There's some really nice stuff on going on here. I hope people are recording at home. If it goes too long, I might not be able to download it. What somebody needs to do is rewatch it and screen record it on their phone. You know, there'll be the comments, but yeah, exactly. Um, squeezing all me. Let's see what happens. Uh, summer wine, wine library, doing its thing. I miss you too, Dustin Bingham, my friends. Dustin, you gotta post that LA photo. I What's up, Gary? How are you? I am well, how are you? I'm stoked right now. I love it. What's your name? Violet. Violet Summersby. Violet, what can I help you with? I don't know. I mean, we've talked before. I know you talked to a lot of people. I remember. Um, so, my boyfriend's in the next room. He just walked out because he heard me call. Because he knows the question I want to ask. Okay. Um, so, a couple weeks ago, I decided, like, I'm just going to really focus on putting out content. And it was so terrifying because I've like, I tried doing YouTube, posting out videos like a year ago and I started just posting them recently again, twice a week. And what you told that kid that was 18, like just post content for 15 years, I was like, okay, 
that was my why. Like, what am I, should I post content to focus on this? And you saying that made it click. But I guess my question is, what can I do to make my boyfriend focus on his goals? His passion is music, but he's choosing to focus on something else because he knows it's gonna please his parents right now. But what he really wants is to do music. I think the way that things get done in life is by actions, not by trying to convince people. Violet, we live in a world right now where people see the world differently and all they try to do is convince the other person how the world is and they don't listen to the other person's perspective. I believe, I believe that I don't go on social media all day and try to fight and debate with people that are upset and angry and doing shit. My plan is to go out and live and inspire through my actions. I think the number one way that you actually can get your boyfriend to do his music thing is by you going all in on your thing and him watching that sustained for two years will then motivate him, not by you hyping up and saying, hey babe, you can do it. Tell your parents to go fuck yourselves. It doesn't work that way. Uh Lead by example. That's what I do, right? Right. I, I, I lead, I do, and then I tell people what I'm doing and then I just run that circle. I do and I talk about things I've done. I do and I talk about things I've done. I do and I talk about things I've done, which is why I have so much conviction in my voice. I only talk about shit I've done. Do your thing, let him watch your happiness explode over the next six months. Let him see your tenacity. Let him see your, your ambition. Let him see your drive. Let him see all that macro inspiration and then that will get it to be done. You're not gonna convince him by hyping him up late night. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like, I I couldn't agree, I mean, it's hard because like, I you want it for him, you love him, you want him to win. Me too, listen, I love the fucking world. What do you think I'm doing out here? I know. You know, like you've been watching my content for a while, but it was that video that clicked. I know every day I'm saying the same 87 things I'm saying I'm 800,000 different ways in 8 million different platforms, 8 billion different ways and angles and adjectives and moments in time. Somebody's watching right now that has heard the same shit for me for 18 months, but it's gonna be this talk, this time, that's gonna make it happen. All because I had a flight that was canceled. This was not to be. I'm supposed to be in a meeting right now with clients. You know? Yeah. No, and let's just say, I'm just and like, I don't know, appreciate everything you're posting and what you're doing, because it motivates me to actually stop watching this, because I'm often so afraid. Like, I'm trying to block out like my family. Of course, I remember, listen, I remember, the, I, I remember the sneaker store. I know what we're talking about here. I remember shit. I remember shit. I mean, I still really want to work for you. I still really want to work for you. Listen, but. we're about to hire like fucking crazy. I just sent an internal email at VaynerMedia that we're hiring like crazy. You should go to VaynerMedia's website, look at jobs. If you see something you love, send an email to Gary at VaynerMedia with the click and be like, this is the one. We're about to really fucking hire, so get ready. I'll help Tyler with anything, literally. Like, if you need that car service, I'm down to do that. <laughs> I have no problem. Look for it. I have a feeling it's inevitable. I appreciate it. Much love. King Mom, what up? Sally's. Oh my God. Hi. Tripping. Oh my God. Thank you, Gary. You're welcome. How are you? I'm so good. Well, not really good. I'm in bed with cramps, but I'm still here talking to you. <laughs> well, okay. I don't want to take a few uh, Dustin, LA picture, the one with all of us back in Ida when we visited you. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, okay. okay. Say hi, Gary. Hi. This is my daughter, Juliet. She Juliet, all your stuff. Whenever Juliet, do you, hey, Juliet, do you watch hi. Lil? Do you watch Lil V? Yeah. Remember the remember the cartoon you watched on Saturday? The little boy yeah. with the slime. Did you like it? He made that video. Yeah. Yeah. Did, oh my did God. he? Did, I'm watching that on my iPad. That's I'm so cute. That. That's he awesome. loves you, and every time I play you in the car, she says, "That guy said a bad word." This is so worth it. Anything I can answer for you? Yes. So I I was on Ask Gary V show episode number two thirty nine. You you helped me and my husband with our real estate business. But so thank you for that. But so now um, now that my little girls are going to school really soon, 
I realized that I don't want to do real estate with my husband. When I first met him, I was going to college. Yes, no, hold on. I was going to college um, and I was going to school for um, business and leadership. I know you're like, don't go to school for business, but that's what I was doing. But we got married, I've had two kids, and I helped him build our real estate business and now we have two really successful brokerages. But I wanna go back to why I was going to school. I wanted to go and help companies really build their, um, my love, build their um, culture in businesses. Cause I used to- well, the, the, the good news is now that you have businesses, you have a little bit more of a foundation to talk about it. That's yeah. great. So, okay. So, I mean, look, you, all you have to do is start putting out content and talking about your points of view on it. Okay, okay. Like literally, I'm, like like right now, like while you have cramps tonight, late night and can't sleep, go write an article about culture on LinkedIn. Just write okay. it. I, I, want, I would love to do, I want to start a podcast and I would love to interview Claude Silver from your company because I know she's amazing. And I, I know she's on podcast. She'll, I'm sure she'll say yes, but listen to me, start putting out content. I will, okay. I definitely, definitely. Do you understand? Like, like we live in a world now where you can hang up with me right now. Like, look, look at modern technology. I'm sitting in an airport in Toronto. Where are you? I'm in, in Southern California. You're in Southern California. We're live. 4,400 people are watching us. We live in a special time. Yes. You should yeah. hang up. You should hang up. Let's talk to her. What do you need? What do you? What do you need from mommy? What do you need? What I was when I was a baby, I was playing. You were? You were praying? What were you praying about? <laughs> Who were you praying? Um, for Jesus. Oh, that's so Jesus. sweet. <laughs> so, so, listen oh to me. Sorry about that. There's nothing to be sorry about. That was the best. Listen to me. You live in a world where you can literally hang up right now, write 18 sentences of your first thoughts on LinkedIn, have no audience on LinkedIn, and get discovered. Okay, all right. Putting out content, is the only move. Yeah. This is not about over strategizing the lighting or how are you gonna launch the podcast. This yeah. is literally writing a post about culture on LinkedIn now. Okay, okay. I'm totally gonna do it. I'm totally gonna do it. I believe you. Thank See you, Carrie. I appreciate You're it. Carrie, okay. yes, you go home to his baby birthday. All right, everybody, I pinned BNE Marksman, my boys. Iraq and Miz, my first ever favorite hip hop crew back in 94. Go follow them right now, they're pinned. It would mean a lot to me if you followed them and their music and their journey. Iraq and Miz, fucking boys from the Ida, 301 the fucking spot, what? 301 the spot, they don't know. I'm about to lose much of the audience to the game. Yo, what up bro? Well, my guys are about to be so jealous. <laughs> what's up, dog? How are things? Hey, what's good with you? Like it's good, bro. What's your name? Clyde Matt. Clyde, real pleasure, bro. Where are you from? I'm from Winsport, PA. Let's go. But, literally, bro, series. But um, I'm real fucking nervous. Tuesday, tomorrow's my last day of my job. Tuesday, I'm quitting. I mean, Tuesday, I'm moving off to New York, Williamsburg, Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? To pursue my comedy, so... Let's go. I'm proud of you, bro. Listen, you got one fucking life. What's gonna happen? If you fail, you go back. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is all upside. Everybody who's watching right now that's scared, like, they don't understand that if everything goes wrong, you're back to the same place you're sitting right now. Right. There, there's only upside in going for it. Because if you actually completely fail, you're in the same spot you are right now. With what, a little judgment from your friends that said, I told you you couldn't make it, who gives a fuck? I'd rather be you and you tried versus them just sitting fucking judging. That's crazy. Yo, I've been trying for a while and the day I'm the most nervous, you fucking link me up. It's about to be big shit going on. The universe <laughs> knows, bro. It's bigger than you and I. <laughs> Let's go, up, everybody. Man. Good luck. Clark Mack, yo, Gary B, I'm gonna I'm see you soon. I'm gonna be on TV. I and can't wait. I believe you, Clyde. Go get it, Clyde, Matt. Yo, Ms. Iraq, I'm about to put you guys on. Let's see if you guys are here. This could get real interesting. If Ms. or Eric are on here right now, we're going to tell some 301 stories that are going to fucking go. Oh, my goodness. The handsome one picked up. What's Hell up, boy? 
Tell him, e, 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 listen to me. This is a this real story. opportunity because people hear the stories, but they don't believe them. Tell these 5,500 people how we threw down at 301 in Mount Ida in 1994. Hey, man, you already know when we set up that bar, when you gave <laughs> us that liquor game, it was on after that, man. We used to sneak kegs up through the window and shit, man. Crazy, crazy. We had it guys, popping. Guys, this All is real. Couldn't mess with us. Nobody can mess with us, Gene. You know, we was the crew, man. Literally on the third day of school, there's like 11 of us rolling into the fucking cafeteria. We were... That's crazy. It ends at an hour. I had no idea. It ends after an hour. That's crazy. That is crazy. All right, that was wild. It actually ends after an hour. And Iraq was just about to fucking tell him the greatest stories of college. E, E, I'm gonna get you on in a minute. E was talking about, this is not a joke, we used to hot, we used to buy kegs and then go behind the dorm, tie a rope to it, and pull it all the way up. We literally, oh, I know Dustin, LA knows. I'm gonna get LA on here too. Dustin Bingham's gonna go on next. But where's B and E? Iraq, come back. I wanna let E finish his thoughts, Dust, before I put you on. Dust, stand by. If you're just joining, we were getting real college story. A third floor. Like Dustin knows, man. Like it's crazy what we were doing. It was and LA lived in a different dorm. He like became our crew from day one. It was crazy. It was, oh, and uh-oh, Miz is here too? This is crazy, I'm about to put him, Miz didn't even go to school. Miz wasn't even in class with us, he was older, he was boys with E, who was just on. Oh, there's E, who's that? All right, I don't know if Miz is coming. Let's see. It is a, oh, it is a real, Miz. What Miz. up? What oh, up, baby? Shit. What What's up, baby? What's going on, G? Things are amazing, man, it's good to see you, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, what's up with you? Spit some knowledge to these people about how we did it in 301. I actually, you just said it. You just said it the best. I wasn't even going to that motherfucker. Everybody thought that I was. I that's was down there with E. That's because you were coming on campus and hooking up with the best-looking girls every single time. Charming as fuck. I will have to say I had my game going on. Now. You had your game going on. Yeah, I'm gonna get off. When you, huh? you gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go. But I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let E get back on. I miss you, bro. All right, G. Talk to you soon. Peace. My boys, my boys. People don't even know. LA, how amazing was that? All right, let me see if E, e say something so I can ping you on here. B and E, where are you at? Right, Miz had to go. Miz, Miz jumped off real quick before I started telling more stories about how, how handsome he was. He didn't want his girl to beat him up. Let's see. All right, here we go. E's about to tell stories. All right, I'm about to tell everybody. E. Yo. You know what story I want to tell everybody? What's one? When we played football and I got that interception and I and I, and that kid caught me and I threw the ball at him because I was so hyped and it started a fight and you ran on the field and you pulled a fucking baseball bat out of your yep. pants. Yup. You already know. You already know we had your back, man. Hey, explain to everybody here the fact that we lived in such an environment where you carried a bat down your fucking pants in case shit went down. Well, you know, man, it was crazy, man. You know, we, we brought that hood knowledge, man, to the school, you know what I'm saying? You think? Hey, 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 homie Orlando wasn't ready for it, right? Not for you. I missed two, that. You caught the two-piece? Orla Orlando and his crew came to start a fight. You know, this the, 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 the no jokey, the number one thing I regret ever, ever, is that I went home. Tell these people how often I went home to work. Gee, you, you work hard, man. Uh, yo, real talk, man. You, you made it happen. I, I remember, you know what you know what I remember? Mm. I remember we went to Canada. And we were mm. in Montreal. And you had sold a shitload of wine. And you was like, yo, I just made like $80,000 <laughs> week for everybody. We like, what? You was like, yo, we getting a limo. We taking a fucking limo to fucking Montreal. And we gonna have a sweet You walk in our room and you was like, the fuck y'all got a regular room for? Nah, we getting a fucking sweet. Everybody gets a sweet. You the man, G, real talk. And if hey, I hey, appreciate hey, it. Let me say one 
was a fucking culture vulture, I tell them right now, they full of shit, man. You've been real since day one, G. And can't nobody take that shit from you, man. Everybody know the truth. If they ever been around you, they know the truth, man. You genuine, homie, for real. I appreciate it. They don't know how we did it, man. They don't know. Dust, you can come on for a second? Yeah, man, that's a great story. Dustin, you finished that story. We were going to Glenn Curtis's bachelor party and his whole situation got fucked up. And so I stepped up and paid for everybody to go to Montreal, got us rooms. Dust, can you come on or no? I thought I'd show you, let me see if I can get Dust on here for a second. Yeah, man, Iraq was spitting real knowledge just now and it broke the net. It's cool though, man. Like, E, don't worry. I know you know. And that's, all, and that's all that fucking matters. You and Dustin know. And Dustin probably get a facial. He probably is, he. All right. I'm going to get I'm gonna get settled. I got a lot of catching up to do. That was fun, man. The, three, the 301 Mount Ida fucking memories is amazing. I love you, Iraq. You too, Dust. I love all of you. See you later. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary V Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.